This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, this is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad, the voice of your choice. Yeah, this is <laughs> in the conversation, the podcast. Yes, yes, we're sitting here with some rose table wine from the Wolfer Estate, which is in the Hamptons, you in know, the, good old the, New York local in the Hamptons. Yeah, yeah, locally sourced, locally sourced, locally sourced up beverage, anyway. <laughs> That's good. Good to have you back, brother. Hey, man. It's glad. I'm glad to be back, man. Uh, shit. I'm glad to be home yeah. in my own bed. You know what I'm saying? For a minute. You moving and shaking. Yeah, man. It's been pretty good this summer, man. We've been moving around. You know, we've been blessed, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> you blessed? We've been blessed to have, have some motherfucking work. That's what's up. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, there's pl- pl- plenty of summers where I was sitting home. Yeah. Yeah. This is some of my house. Though I see on hashtag, this is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Tell is, us about it. Talk. I, to I mean, you know, we at, we out on the uh, right now. It's the effing tour. Aren't you on like two tours it's, right now. It's three, but <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> but it's, it's two currently that we, we uh-huh. that, that made us miss, made me miss last week. <sighs> it's effing uh, the effing mm-hmm. uh, tour with with the Truth Nightclub from Power. Oh, that's fine. Pop up club that they take into these different markets. And then uh, the Martini and Rossi, right? Basically the Rose tour. Ooh, that's two. Uh, di- that's two different sides of sexy, huh? Yeah, it's two different. It's two different tours, two different things, uh, two different experiences. But uh, for me, it, you know, I have to tell both of those stories, which is cool because you know, what I mean, you get to exercise both sides of of, of your brain. So tell us a little bit about both sides of these stories. Give me All right, a- well, you know, we talked about Martini and Rossi. It's, right. You know, a little fly event, you know, probably like 200 people at the most. Uh, this week- Sexy venues? Yeah, this this last week we were in uh, D.C. And we had the Intercontinental on the wharf. And they had a little rooftop pool. Mm. It was beautiful up there. That's you know, a hotel, man. Yeah, it's a hotel, but it's the wharf is used to be just in the hood right. on the on the water, the hood side of the Potomac, where they had all of the crab shops and the oh, crab fishermen joints. Where you know it's like saying? a whole big ass it's almost like a one not a block, but damn near like a yeah. parking lot full of stalls. Of crab and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, but now that shit is all developed. There's only one little section of stalls of crabs now. Yeah, I think All that's... the rest of that shit is brand new. They got Ooh. a big-ass venue. When I went to see uh, Most Deaf and Kuali, right. it was at a venue that was on, on at the wharf. On the wharf. Yeah, it's called uh, The Arena or some shit like that. Okay. Yeah, that shit is, is kind of dope. They but, like a good... Big name for the arena, stadium. You know what I mean? Like, they get into it. Go ahead, DC. But... but all that shit is redeveloped and gentrified condos uh-huh. and the Intercontinental Hotel is there. It's, all that shit is new. Yeah. And so the the, part, the event was on the rooftop. So mm. it was overlooking the, the river. Mm. And, you know, I guess right over the river is Virginia. So, you know, the sun was setting. It was beautiful. And um, <clears throat> who's spinning? 
Is it a is it a spinning no, it or is local. it like it was like a like a it was a spinning live it was spinning but okay. it was local DJ and I I'm, I'm uh, I wish I wish I you. Known you was gonna ask me that I would I would have had the answer to you because uh, I, I we I kicked it with it but you should have known by now you know I, I ask I every time I didn't reserve I didn't reserve a name and shit I didn't <laughs> shit man shout Rock. out to DJ I forgot your name oh shit Part but three. I know but I know your energy mm-hmm. <laughs> but. That shit was dope. I mean, it was cool, like a little cool out event. You know what I'm saying? I got some beautiful pictures and shit. Um, And then, of course, the effing tour is Truth Nightclub. We did, both of those was in D.C. last week. So that was Thursday and Friday. Truth Nightclub from Power. From Power. Okay, so explain, how do they they recreate this? So basically, if you see the nightclub in Power and shit, where Ghost, you know, used to own the club and shit, they basically took, all of the shit, how it looked, right. how it was set up, right. how it was how it was structured inside of the club, where the DJ is, where the you know how they had the little images of the dancers up top, uh-huh. and recreated that shit. Really? Uh, shout out to uh, DB Productions who built that bitch out. You Are they the people that built it for the show as well? Nah, they okay. they they do experiential events and shit. So a lot of these tours with the liquor brands that I be on, yeah, they always be the one who produce all of the custom DJ. Uh, booths, custom speakers, yeah. all kind of custom shit. But this time they built the whole club, so they totally outdid themselves on this one. You know DB Productions. DB Productions. Shout out to Barclay, who's over there at DB oh, Productions. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it, tell us, okay, I want you to get a little bit more in depth, but I mm-hmm. want to say this beforehand because it's like, you told you said that you told me about it. You were saying, "Yo, they gonna do this power right. truth nightclub pop." And I, I didn't, like, I didn't know, I didn't know what it was right before. Well, my point, I was like, "That shit sounds dope," just as an idea. But then it made me look at because when I watch Power, like I know truth, but mm-hmm. I don't really know because it's always like, "Here's a shot here by that's right. Banquet. Here's a right. shot there." So I kind of don't still really have a full sense of how the club looks as a club. Two things. You seen the pop up uh, now. After being in the pop up, does it yes. does that like give you more perspective when you watch the show, or well, did you not even need that? No, basically, you go back just just like we was in DC the other day, and there was a couple came in, and dude pulled the shit up on his phone. He pulled the he pulled the scenes up from the club right. on his phone and was like, oh shit, oh shit, they got, oh shit, they, you know what I'm saying? Fact checking. Yeah, he was fat. They was. I was like, damn, y'all, this is audited in the mm-hmm. motherfucking production. Hell he was yeah. like, yeah, man, this shit is dope. So they was. So that was in its that in itself was an experience. Right. But then when you go in the back, they got other elements like. They got ghost office from the club. Oh, that's dope. So you go in ghost office and you can get Cavassier, you know what I'm saying, chill. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. Like, you know, everybody was taking pictures in there. But like the main attraction back there was The gun? Nah, the, the cash room where where they used to count the cash at the laundromat. Yeah. So they had the cash room back there with the money counter uh-huh. and then they had the you know the photo booth in there. So, yeah. you know, you get and then in the production, what they did was they bought they bought $2 million worth of Hollywood money, yeah. which looks real as fuck. Right, right. Besides from the fact that it say Hollywood money. Yeah, I hear, I hear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit look real as shit. Uh-huh. So they bought $2 million of Hollywood money for $5,000, mm-hmm. which is crazy in itself. Okay. Why? Just so they could always have $5,000? No, so, no, it cost $5,000 oh, to you buy meant, $2 million worth. Oh, you mean they paid $5,000? Yeah, they paid okay, $5,000. Right. Yeah. So then, you know, they have, you know, I guess maybe about, you know, 
five, six hundred thousand dollars at a time on the right. table. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers just be in there throwing, Getting throwing it. in there, taking pictures. Yeah. Then when you know fifty come through, he always come into the cash room and take pictures with everybody and okay. shit. So how many people typically at the spot? Like two hundred? Nah, and in that spot it was maybe about four, four, five hundred. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure what the capacity is, but about four, five hundred. Who DJing? Um in Atlanta, uh-huh. Mars DJ. Okay, shout out to Mars. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shout out to DJ. <laughs> I forget your name. Thirty two. Yeah. Ah, shit. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. In, Inside, because you know the DJs, they were all they are they doing local DJs. Mars was the biggest name so far. Right. They only did, we only did two spots, so we did Atlanta. Uh-huh. And we did DC. So when they build these, do they build them within a club or it's a totally raw space? They build it. Well, in Atlanta, it was like a a raw event space, a big ass event space. But yeah. then they big enough for you to build another motherfucking club inside of it. That's okay. how you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And then in in DC, it was at Echo Stage, which is a venue, uh-huh. but it's just like a wide open, big ass you know what I'm saying concert right. type of venue. That they built this club right in the middle of. Right. So I'm sure they have a footprint of, you know what I'm saying, how wide they need it to be. Mm-hmm. And then they just drop that shit right inside of it. Okay. And then, the, you know, of course, the ceilings had to be real high because they had two stories on yeah. the Truth Club. Yeah. So the shit is, the shit is uh, impressive, man. It's dope. You know what I'm saying? Because I've seen people build out little pop up clubs yeah. or like, um, Alex get one, did one in uh, Vegas for All Star. Where uh, you know they they pretty much built like a not a tent. It was you know how they how you build them strong ass tents, but it was like glass right. with the glass sides and shit right. like that. Build out a two story club with that, mm-hmm. but with this they build like when you look at it when you, if you go on if you go on the gram mm-hmm. and search hashtag fn truth e f f e n truth you'll see like different pictures from it. But you know they built out like. They had like the walls and shit. Like the the walls inside of the cash room looked like a real back of a laundromat type of walls and right, shit. Right. Ghost office looked like a real ass office. Right. Truth, like the wall outside of truth, the brick wall. Looked like a real brick. Looked like a real brick ass wall. But you touch that bitch, your ass might fall through that okay. bitch. Okay. Because it's it's made out of a fabric, like a stretch like fabric. A bounce house. Yeah. Like <laughs> okay. a, a stretch fabric. But right. when you look at it, that shit look real as fuck. Yeah. But then it's like pulled over steel. Right. So, you know, the structure is strong. It's just the walls give it the different, the 3D effect. It's of, like a fitted sheet. Yeah, like a, a <laughs> strong ass fitted sheet. Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> but then, you know, so it give it that 3D effect of damn. You in these real spaces, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that shit was dope. But uh-huh. then like the walls inside the club, those were real, like steel and wood that, mm. that they made the booths and all mm-hmm. that shit, the banquets and mm-hmm. the VIP upstairs and the bars and shit like that. That shit was dope. 50 was cool, you know what I'm saying? You, you chopped it up with no, him? No, I didn't chop him up with okay. Chop it up with him. You know, all I did was shooting. Okay. <laughs> Right, you know, but he was chilling. Yeah, he was chilling. You know, he came through. Like he'd be in the in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Taking right. pictures. Like, like he like he happy to be there, which is odd for a cat who been in it so long. Right. You know what I'm saying? Who you know obviously had made a lot of money and, right. and is is good in his life. Right. But to come through and, and really look like he enjoy like he enjoys yeah. seeing the people enjoy the shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think this might be the happiest fifties ever looked at his career. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like even when he was like on top doing diamond and shit like that, 
it was a real tense energy around him. This motherfucker was still bulletproof vest. Right. Shit was shit was like hostile. Right. You know what I mean? Beefing with everybody. Now he got a hot show. You know what I'm saying? That kind of gets to do a lot of that same type of shit that the community is loving. Right. And this nigga, like, he like he's he's like a fucking uh like a like not a mascot, but he's you know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? Like he's a he's a TV show guy. That he's TV fifty now. Right, but you know, when you're in his when you're in his presence, he's still fifty. No, I'm not saying you know he's saying? not fifty. But what I'm saying is, I don't think I've ever seen him this happy with like yeah. in the moment. You right, know what I mean? Right, right, like right. I don't, you know. Yeah, he he he's doing he's he he got it off, man. He he made a transition. When the records weren't doing well, he found something that did well. You know right. what I'm saying? Not the only motherfucker he beefing with is a nigga that's richer than him and a whole bunch of everybody else. Yeah, I see. I see a little bit of that. You know what I'm saying? So he only got one beef going. Yeah. <laughs> it was except for the continuous beratement of uh, Ja Rule or some shit oh, man. that yeah. he does on a on a regular. Yeah, he's but, good for a good Instagram beef. Yeah, but you know he the type of cat that enjoy he he enjoy. That type shit though, man. Looks like it, seems like it. Oh, that seems like his best shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like he worked well with opposition. But it's like you know what I'm saying. We probably talked about it before, but it's like he one of them cats from the hood. Like you know, you had to have your hood defense mechanisms and mm-hmm. shit. So you either know how to fight, tell jokes real good, play ball, or you know what I'm saying. He one of them type cats that that could tell jokes real good. Seems to be a little smarter than everybody else, and and wants to let you know that shit at mm-hmm. every turn. Mm-hmm. So he uses all that shit in his jokes, but then he got the physical presence that you don't want to fight him either. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like shit. Right, right, right. right. Look like he can fight too. Nigga, double threat. <laughs> like a triple threat. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, smart, funny, ain't gonna fight. Ain't got more money. <laughs> ain't got more money. Than resources. Yeah. It's like shit. You, uh, just, you know what I'm saying? Shit. So it's like like in his beef with Floyd. Like you know what I'm saying? It's funny because Floyd obviously has more money. Right. But, you know what I'm saying, 50 feels that he's smarter than Floyd. Yeah. And, you know what I mean, and in the joke-telling process, it comes off as such. You know what I'm saying? It's just like the beef with with Drake and Meek. Right. You could tell that, that Drake outclassed him. You know what I'm saying? He had more wits. You know right. what I'm saying? He was quicker on his feet. Right. You know what I'm saying? But then he wasn't as quick. On his feet with Pusher, mm. you know what I'm saying. Pusher had had more wit, and yeah. had it had it quicker and faster and and harder. He was ready for it, right? So it's like you see Floyd, you know, making his jokes or you know what I'm saying, doing his, and, it, and it don't come off right because his wit his wit ain't there. He ain't the cat that was funny in the hood, mm. you know what I'm saying. So he's saying shit that's almost like low blows or he he digging deep. But it don't. It to me, it don't seem to resonate because it ain't as funny. It ain't as witty. It ain't as as. Uh, it doesn't have a lot of social IQ to it. Right. Uh. It's like he just he's a rat. He's a snitch. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm looking. At, I didn't. I haven't read. I haven't gotten. <clears throat> I haven't done the deep dive on the beef. I've seen like the. Uh, I've heard the reports, like the rumor reports. So with the top line, they'll read the the. Uh, the Instagram comments or whatever right. from both people. Right. First of all, it seems like they these two 
beef every so often, like every few, and they, and they, <laughs> but they beef it away where that shit get nasty. They like, you know, when you know, like brothers or cousins, right. that beef, and it be like immediately the gloves is off because right. they because they know each other so fucking well. And, and fifty, like I said, fifty gonna use some 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 what they call that shit. <laughs> Mike Tyson say fifty gonna use skull doggery on him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and he gonna say some shit that's no, he know gonna send him over the edge, and and he just gonna sit back and laugh about the shit. But it feels like when he go for Floyd, it go a little little harder than everybody else. Like he'll yeah. go in on Diddy, he'll go into Jim Jones, he'll go into certain people, but it's almost like a real familiar. Yeah. Like they both dig up super dirt like it stop it gets out of the funny you know when niggas right. get too like oh all right, y'all niggas is getting serious and they right. start getting real petty and, right. and that's how i feel with them and it's and i had myself thinking i was like are they each other's best friend <laughs> you know what i mean like because you think about this shit like when you got a like a closer best friend and y'all go at it Y'all know each other very well, so y'all know what buttons to push. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all ain't just y'all not just rap beefs. You know right. what I'm saying? This ain't nobody that oh he rap he he said a slick line. I don't really know him. Nah, motherfucker, I know you 15 years, right. and I know that shit that motherfuckers don't know. I know that shit that you be upset about when you get drunk, you start right. talking about this shit. Right. Right. Because I'm thinking, like I said, power feels like the first time I've really seen 50 like. Jubilant, like you know, he got a sense of humor. He's funny, but there's always a layer of danger with it, right? There's right. always he could always get serious, and not even like with this power shit, he can still do it. But this is probably the lightest I've seen Fifty, right? However, I was thinking, I was like, well, who is Fifty's homie? Like, who's his best friend? <laughs> Nobody. Like, it's his, <laughs> his, all of the niggas that was on G Unit. Those are his artists, uh -huh. and then it's the people he was signed to. Those are his people, but those are his bosses, right? But like, who's his motherfuckers that he kicking with? And outside, of, I probably only think of off the top of the head maybe Mayweather. Right. Then I'm like, well, who the fuck Mayweather kicking with? Mayweather is typically either the strip club of his own design mm -hmm. that he paid for. He got pop up strip clubs <laughs> at the hotel, or his father, or he trained nah, for he, a fight. He beef and he, with his father, and he beef with his father all the time. So like, Fifty might have been. The, this is like when I look at it. These are like the. You know the what I mean? Only friends they can have. Right. <laughs> so when they beef, it's like we got a fucking shit. It's a problem. It's war. <laughs> you my only friend anyway. Right. <laughs> I don't even know how to have friends. All I Man. know how to do is fight and Hell beef. Yeah, let's just get this <laughs> shit both done. Both of them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's like I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know these cats. I mean, 50, I don't know. Me might have a, a BFF. Okay. Who? Hopefully. <laughs> right. That's a funny uh, reality show. Celebrity BFFs. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, dangerous ass 50 and his BFF. Uh, shit, what do they like to do? We like to play bumper cars. We hang out. It's very light. We eat popcorn, we play bumper cars. But he looked like he having fun with his son, his, his new son. New son, you always have fun with the new son. <laughs> What's wrong? What you mean? You don't have fun with the old son? I've been dependent. <laughs> Sometimes that's why you make the new one. I'm like, all right, V two. I'm gonna start this over. Hell, I didn't shit. do it right the first time. Hell, let me right, let me get know. it right this time. Let's see what we let's see what we could do let it different. See if we could make this ooh, right. Ooh. <laughs> you know. Anyway. Yeah. So. That was cool, and Fifty looked like he having a good time out there. So oh, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? So it's a good time. I got some good images, uh -huh. and 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 because it's like the set, it's 
because the the images still feel this image feels cinematic. You yeah, know what I'm it's like okay, you felt like you was on the set. I, I feel like I shot some shit. Like okay, this is a motion picture yeah. in this bitch. Oh man, <laughs> so that was that man. That's what's up. Speaking of sets, did you uh, fall through any any uh, sets? Or Not to be that? spoken of. Yes. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> cool. 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 All right. Well, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> shit. What else is going on, man? Your BFF tell all your business. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I'm just saying, man. Gratch, man. You out here doing big things. Nah, nah, man. Shit. What's happening with you, man? Man, a lot of shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting time, dog. What's happening, man? <sighs> Niggas done stole my car, man. Just get the fuck out of here. Hell yeah, man. Who my stole car? you? What the fuck know. you mean? Stole I you? I don't know. My car car's stole. Gone. You got a, like a new ass fucking. Uh, yeah. Niggas don't steal them kind of cars. Niggas stole this shit. <laughs> How the, shit what going the fuck? In the motherfucker. Where were you? I was in Manhattan. I was in my. I was in my home. You was in your home. Like, I was it. Well, I was at the spot. I was in Manhattan, and. Uh, you know, I don't want to say too much because I'm mm-hmm. under investigation. You under? How you well, under investigation? But you know, oh, you got to the of you gotta talk to the cops. Right. You got to talk to insurance, and insurance be the talking to you. Insurance like nigga. <laughs> they talk. They they make you think you stole your own car. <laughs> exactly. You know, because motherfuckers do that. Absolutely, but nah. So <laughs> last I seen my whip, <laughs> it was uh, it was Saturday afternoon, and uh, parked my shit. And you know, I'm, I'm bought my shit, <laughs> and then I went, I went in the crib. I uh, <laughs> fucking we had uh, we had some people over, so we had a we had a nice night. I was fucked up the next day, so I was in a lot for the day. I had miss shit that I wanted to go to. I was fucked, hungover, and I didn't really go anywhere. I went out, but I didn't go anywhere car wise. Mm-hmm. My car was parked like literally less than a block away from where I was spot, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, Monday, off to the side of the street, park come out. So I come out, you know, good five minutes right before it's going to change. You know, I like to live on the edge. And you already, you know, when you when you real close, because right. the fucking, <laughs> I like to play it close, but then the elevator wasn't working. So that <laughs> added to the fucking suspense. <laughs> now I'm th- I lost three minutes just on, on the steps. So I'm coming out. And I got the, oh shit, I got two minutes scramble and I'm looking. And I'm like, wait a, wait a you looking down the block for yeah, your mirror? Where the fuck? Yeah, I'm looking for my whip. Like, what the fuck is my whip? And my whole thing was, I gave myself that much time because I was that close. I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, and I'm like, wait a minute. So then I'm thinking to myself, now did I park it here? Did I admit, did I, because, you know, like, since I don't have a dedicated parking spot, I park wherever I can find parking. So right, sometimes right. I forget. Right. So sometimes I got to pick up my phone and ask Siri, Siri, right. oh, Lord. where in my park? Siri, like, you parked over here. Siri was like, I have no parking information. I said, huh? Siri was like, nigga, I don't know. So now I'm walking the block and I'm in my head. I'm like, I can't believe these motherfuckers. Nah. I'm saying, you, you, what, I'm saying you it to told? myself. No, but that's, um, that's, but you know how, you know the, I'm telling you the range of emotions. Right, right, right. First thing, you go to the worst case scenario immediately. Then you go to, whew, maybe I got told as the relief. Right. You're like, maybe I got told. You're looking around, but it's like, well, why would I got told? They're not shooting nothing around here. There's no big ass uh, dumpster that they just put down there. There's no uh, Con Ed situation going down there. There's no festival or nothing going on over here. Did anyone else get told? So I say, fuck it. I'm, you know, I'm walking this shit. I'm like, I don't want to believe it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I call, 
I'm about to call, uh, I call 911, right? And I don't even like to call 911. You know what I mean? I call 911. When you call 911, you realize you call 911. They say 911. You're like, oh shit, this is for real. They say, well, you want fire or police? I was like, uh, maybe police, somebody stole my car. They was like, I said, I think somebody stole my car. They was like, well, you sure they haven't been told? Maybe you want to call 311, see what's up. So I called 311 with a little bit of hope. You know the hope for when your shit isn't lost and found. You like maybe. So I called three one one. They like yo, uh, give us your your license information. Uh, give us two hours. We're gonna look through the 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 uh, the marshal. They got to log in in the computer within two hours. So call us back in two hours. We'll let you know if we got it. Mm-hmm. Man, that two hours is long and distracted. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And finally, I call these motherfuckers and they like, nah, we we know. Nah. Unfortunately. So then I gotta, I gotta, they they connect me to the cops, and the cops, nobody picking up the horn at the at the police station that I call because I call the main number because I don't want to call the detectives. I call the main number. Nobody at the switchboard. So then I say, "Fuck it." I press one for the detectives. I say, "Yo, somebody done took my whip. What's up?" They were like, "Well, listen, uh, listen. I don't know what a whip I is. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know. You gotta. Call, <laughs> I'm gonna put you back onto the main to the to the uh, to the switchboard. They talking about, yo, we can't take police report over the phone. You gotta go back to the spot. So I go back to the spot. I call the cops. And cops, they pull up. They don't even get out the whip." <laughs> <laughs> they stare, they hollering at me through the whip. This like, bullshit. This is some bullshit. You, you, you barbecue Becky. I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm looking crazy because there's people walking around. And it's so funny when people see you talking to the cops, depending on who the people are, right. it's just, it looks, there's various contexts. Right. Like, what the fuck is going on here? So then it was, uh, these motherfuckers, they never jump out the car, which I felt the way about. Like, motherfucker, let me see a little bit of police work. Jump out the whip. Like, this ain't the type of work we do. These niggas is hot. These looking at me like I'm asking for money. Right. I feel like a panhandler. So they telling me the shit. They like, yo, um, the supervisor got to come. Supervisor come. Now everybody hop out the whip when the supervisor come. So then they were like, yo, we're going to take you over to the station. I was like, where the station at? They was like, it's over here. I said, all right, fuck it. I'm going to meet y'all at the station. I don't want to get in the car. I'll meet y'all at the station. I I meet them at the station. You walk? Yeah, we took. A, uh, <laughs> you rather walk? I rather walk. Just kind. I just didn't want to be in the back of the joint. It is what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to be like you know what I mean. Because you don't never want to hear that in retrospect. Why the fuck do you got in the back? You know, whatever. It's different times. You didn't want that energy, <laughs> right? None of that. In the back of the car. I'll meet you there. Yeah. So get over there. I give them my information. Whatever. Whatever. In the in the meantime, from when I talked to them initially on the street and to giving them all a report they this is something i don't even know cops could find your car like same way like with easy pass and all that shit mm-hmm. like if they put a license plate in right. every time you go over the bridge it'll right. ping the shit right so and and it's different spots where they they had those little <clears throat> sensors and shit so as we as he's telling me so like, yo so what's your thing he was like oh yeah that joint was in uh it was in the front. This, this motherfucker's telling me my, my car's tour schedule. So it's like, yo, this car was in the Bronx at like 8 a.m. They went from the Bronx to Queens. So immediately I'm thinking, oh, he went to the Bronx, chopped my shit. He went to Queens, Liberty Avenue, chopped my shit. Then when I'm talking, they was like, yo, he just came over to Williamsburg. And they got photos. And you can't see the people, but you just see my car being driven without me. And that shit looked fun in the middle. I'm sick. 
dog. I was so <laughs> it's like, we can't go get these motherfuckers. Nigga. That's what I wanted. Let's <laughs> get in the where? 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 Right. Where? You can't. You know, well, that was just that was 20 minutes ago. They tell you the whole thing, man. I'm lit. I'm sick. Cause then you feel like a duck in your in your neighborhood. Cause you like somebody knows something. We walking around. Uh long story short, man. It's not even over. You know Did what I mean? Get no, nigga, this shit just happened yesterday. They I still floating around with your shit, yeah, showing up on camera. They still on camera. Nobody hit me. They and I'm like, what's the percentage? What's the you know? What's the likelihood I'm gonna get my shit back? They were like, typically, cops are funny. They don't want to all the way be one. Like, well, not because I was like, the cops would probably be more one hundred. When nobody was, you know how sometimes you want motherfuckers just to keep it one hundred, right? So you just know. As bad as it could be. Like, right. don't spare me at this point. Keep it 100. You right. know what I mean? It was like, well, it depends. You know what I mean? Like, uh, he said, and then one of the detectives that had the last detective told him, he was like, listen, typically, if you don't get it back in like two to three days, it's probably gone. You know what I mean? He said, if your shit is nice, he said, it's a good thing because they still riding. So it's probably joy riding. So they still riding because typically, you know, motherfuckers will chop your shit or they should be in a cart. Right. Like, a, you know what I mean? Going sent somewhere. So, I mean, we'll see. You know what I'm saying? But uh, uh -uh. And then, but then the people from the insurance people were like, uh, more often than not, people get the cars back. And I was like, seriously? So that lady gave me a little bit more false hope. Right. So we'll see what's what. I mean, I see a lot of times, because this shit's be littered around my neighborhood. Right. Motherfuckers just get out and right. leave the shit at the corner right. in the middle of the fucking street. Right. Running. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, who the fuck left their car right here? Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times I see it like that. Right. You know what I mean? But, you know, it ain't like you ain't have a bunch of rims and shit. You know what I'm saying? Nah, it wasn't a whole lot, but you start thinking about the little incidental shit you had in the well, trunk. In the you trunk, don't remember. Yeah, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Man. Like, I don't know. I try to keep it lean in the shit because I, you know, I always think like that anyway. But you still got little shit. Like, I, I, I bought like a, a little t shirt. And I had the shit hanging on a little hanger, you know. And I'm like, I'm waiting to fuck with this shirt. Now I ain't got the shirt no more. You can't even find that shit nowhere. I was ah, just little shit. And it's it's the you feel violated. Yeah, definitely. Feel like a you feel like motherfuckers know. Right. You know what I mean? Everybody's looking at, but they ain't looking at you. They they, they uh, go ahead. Well, yeah, I want to hear that in a second. But you you know you feel violated. You feel extremely inconvenienced. You know what I mean? Like, you you feel like, fuck, now I got it. Because I was supposed to do a spot last night, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, the the comic in me was like, you know what? I should bring this rage to the stage. I'm very upset. <laughs> but then I was like, you know what? Fuck that. If I go to the stage right now, it ain't, ain't going to be productive at all. You know, the comedians be like, you know, when you get dumped or whatever the fuck, you should go there and let that energy out. <laughs> nah, the guy had it processed it all the way. So uh, I, I stayed at the crib. But, um... You know, I, after a while, I kind of was like, you know what? I had, I got insurance. This is what insurance for. This is the shit that happens. You're still a little upset. You know, I'm in the midst of uh, trying to move, and I like where I live. I've been for years. So oh, Lord, this area is great. Da -da -da -da. Now I'm looking at the area sideways. You know what I'm saying? See, a lot of times though, <sighs> talk to me. I used to have a Honda. Okay. Me and my wife had a Honda. Okay. Hondas get snitched. I mean, motherfuckers steal them shits for sport. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like leaving red meat in the motherfucking tiger cage. Wait, wait, or wait. Have you had a car snatched before? 
Yeah, I had a car snatched a couple times. Really? Yeah. I didn't notice. I like that we have it. A couple of me too. A couple of snatches, one attempt. You know what I'm saying? So, basically, with the Hondas, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Them shits is that's, 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 you know, transferable. Yeah, it's transferable because, you know, young cats have them. You know what I'm saying? They don't have no money mm. to fix them shits up, so they just snatch another one and get the parts and shit. So, the first Honda we had, you know what I'm saying, it was two attempts on that. Right. You know what I'm saying? One where um, they they broke the window didn't get past the uh the little steering wheel shit mm-hmm. and then I guess they I don't know if they quit or somebody ran them off right. whatever but then the next one they got in it they was about to dip out and police pulled up on them mm-hmm. and they came in rang our bell you know what I'm saying okay and you know was like you know blase skip Right. Do you know these guys? I'm like, now nah, know them motherfuckers. Oh, they brought them to your spot. No, nah, they was they was in the back of the police car. They was right in front of my building. Oh, okay. Like, you know these? Guys? I'm like, no, nah, I don't know them motherfuckers. Right, <laughs> jive ass. You know, I'm, I'm giving them, uh-huh. the but I know you're not. Uh-huh. I know I you're see not. You, I see motherfucker. you, motherfucker. I see you. Uh-huh. Look like a roach in the dark. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Put that down for a title. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is hilarious. Yeah. I don't even know what a roach in the dog looks no, like. Saying, you know, That's camo. You, know, you know what I'm saying? How a roach be in the dog, he turn the lights on and be like, ah, that shit. Nigga shot, he, you see me. Me <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's how them motherfuckers <laughs> was looking. Like roaches with the lights on Hilarious. Good. But then the other time, I had just bought a mother. I had just bought this bitch maybe three days ago. <sighs> I went to go get an oil change. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I went to a new spot that I ain't never been to. Right. And you know what I'm saying? I kind of felt this as soon as the motherfucker asked me for my address. Because you know how they put you in the computer yeah. at the little oil chain spot? Uh-huh. And at the moment when he asked me, it felt like, man, I should get this nigga some random address, but I ain't have a, I was new oh. to, I wasn't that, I wasn't that familiar with New York nigga. One, one, two, one, two. Your mama boulevard. Exactly, motherfucker. <laughs> bitch ass. Who the fucking. So, it felt funny. Not today. It just, it was something in me said, damn. Ah. You know what I'm saying? But it was already How'd done. How'd look? How'd the person look? It was, it was like a, it was a black dude. Uh-huh. But it was like, like a younger Black dude. How the establishment look? It was it was it was a reputable looking okay. establishment, but you know what I'm saying, you know a motherfucker that's too cool to have a job and shit. Right. He like, like he don't wanna work that long. Exactly. So, not that hard either. So yeah, you know, saying you have the address and And I was like, you know, I gave it to him and shit. Is that a black on hood thing? Like I don't like giving too many motherfuckers my listen, real man, address. Listen, this was the shit. I learned my lesson. Go ahead. So boom, I get the oil change and shit. Next motherfucking morning. That shit was gone. Shit, because it was it was the um no it was prompt it was a Honda but it had the uh I guess what I don't remember the the LX I don't remember the the fucking right letters. LX is one of them but it was the one with the with the big engine with the best engine okay that shit was gone damn that shit was gone so come on fucking quick and I ain't never seen that motherfucker again uh. <laughs> so that's one of the things when we talked about you know what I'm saying cars like. Buying cars, even as a, in, a youngin in Miami, like you don't right. want to get such shit because you gotta right. protect that bitch with right. your life. Right, right. It's like when I bought my next one after that, I was like, okay, yeah. <clears throat> I need a car that's respectable, uh-huh. that's gonna let you know that I showed up. But 
Nobody don't want to steal that motherfucker. It ain't the cool car the motherfucking month. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a car that's nice and it's respectable in certain communities, uh-huh. but not in the stealing car community. Hilarious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Hilarious>. <laughs> you don't want no car. It ain't that desirable. You know it's, respected, it's respected, but not desirable. But not desirable. Not that shit motherfuckers want to steal. That not shit too, too high maintenance. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Like some shit you own you just with transferable parts and shit. Part like of a, me want to come back stronger than ever. <laughs> but then, you know what I mean? But I can't be parking that shit. You know what I mean? But like something, man. I'm sick. Man. I'm sick. I want to come back, you know what I mean? With a vengeance on these ones. <laughs> oh, shit. He got some new shit for us to well, this shit be having fun. I have fucking GoPro cameras on the inside and outside of my shit. But, but your shit. It is what it is. A few years ago, your shit was above above their head. <laughs> yeah, but now you know what I'm saying? Now it's the, now I think a couple cats rapped about it and yeah, shit. Yeah, it is what it now is. Now it's, it's one of them cars motherfuckers won't. <laughs> Keep my cars out your balls. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, man. Shit. I got to get some shit that ain't rappable. I got too many. Yeah, you get a rap some, car, yeah, buddy. Yeah. It's over. You get oh, a rap car. My neighbor, my neighbor had a Suburban. He got a Suburban. Uh-huh. Motherfuckers be stealing shit off of that shit just like. Off of it? <laughs> like, like a Christmas saying? tree? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like. You know, I don't know what it is. Whatever the rims on yeah. the, on the suburban have, like the metal cap that right. that that go over where you where the lugs at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To hide yeah, yeah. the lugs. Yeah, they steal them shits. I don't know what. I folk. thought that was so you can't steal the wheel. So yeah, but they don't even want the wheel. They want the they fucking. They just want that cap. They it's, want the cap. I don't know if it's for somebody else. I don't know if it's the oh, metal man. that it's made out of. But they steal that shit all the time. Like to the point where he just like fuck it. I'm not gonna put them shits back on. I remember nigga stole a logo off my Corolla. My little, my little, t- the T on the front of that shit, they just yeah. ganked it. That shit, oh, it looked, it looked like snag a tooth. I caught some motherfuckers trying to steal a little Ben symbol off yeah, my car. Yeah, shit. They've been. All right, listen, man, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? But that shit, they, motherfuckers been trying. Like, you, I come outside yeah. and that shit be linked over. I'm like, oh, they've been trying to oh, steal Oh, yeah, the they fucking, try to get at you. That shit, I don't know what it's made out of, but they ain't been able to get it yet. <laughs> that shit is made out of nigga, not today. <laughs> not today. Not today. Nigga, not today. It's <laughs> <laughs> just another motherfucking nigga. They're like, that's a tug of war. <laughs> the fucking Mercedes Benz tug of war edition. <laughs> Not today, nigga. Get on. Get your ass on. Oh, shit. That's the type of fucking car love shit you need. Just a frustrated ass. Go ahead somewhere with that bullshit. Hey. That's what your call off say. Hey, boy. Keep walking, motherfucker. Your shit been on the attack all year, man. Yeah, man. Rats been at your ass. Yeah, baby. It was a sign. It was a sign. I dig it though. I, I had a, I liked it. It is what it is. We'll see what's up. I'll keep it posted. Oh fuck, man. Anyway, oh, what's cracking? <laughs> what else is cracking? <sighs> Shit, dude. Man, man that was too funny. Man, yeah, <laughs> glad. I almost bought a soccer jersey. I did too. <laughs> Which one? It <laughs> didn't matter. I got it caught up in the hype. <laughs> I did too. I did too. I was like, okay, let me see. I saw a Nigeria one that looked kind of crispy. Then I saw, I got on some hype beat shit. They were saying them shits was like super, like people was, people was fucking with them. And uh, I ain't never really, you know, I don't watch soccer. No. You know what I'm saying? This was the first soccer game I 
ever watched in my life uh-huh. was the World Cup Championship. This that year? just happened. The France just be- joint? Yeah, the France joint. Just because I was in my room uh-huh. editing and shit. And I'm uh-huh. like, let me put on some background shit. I turned uh-huh. TV on and the game was on. I'm like, right. oh shit. You know what I'm saying? And with soccer, that shit was ruling my motherfucking um, timeline. timeline because uh-huh. I got a lot of, you know, South African friends and shit, right. people from England and shit that just always be posting about soccer that right. I don't be knowing shit what the fuck they be talking about. Right. So I was like, oh shit, it's on. Let me check this shit out. Yeah. That shit was pretty, that that game right there was pretty exciting. Which one was, that was the final that game? That was the final, was that was the France, one. France, France and Croatia. Yeah. See, I didn't see none of that shit. I that was shit in. Was, that shit was fun. I could see, because nothing happens. But then anytime something may happen, you feel this tension of, oh, shit, oh, shit. Yeah. Then, then nothing no. happens. Oh. And then you, and then it just builds up. <laughs> right. Over the hours, it just builds up. Edging. So by the time something happens, you be like, ah! It's crazy. Like everybody else. Damn. I tried to get, I try every time it come over. And I try, but I, uh, I get closer and closer to the hype. You know what I mean? I think a couple years ago, last World Cup, it was probably the closest I'd been because I was, <clears throat> for whatever reason, I guess my schedule was where I was out a lot when they were doing these shows and mm-hmm. I'd be having late. And what was so dope about it, it'd be like two in the morning and it'll literally be a hundred motherfuckers crowded outside of a bar looking through the window because mm-hmm. the bar is completely full and the energy is like block party energy. Right. Oh, you know, so. Or it could be six in the morning. Right, right. Because <laughs> it's that's the interesting, because it's the world. Yes, yeah, playing so it's, in another country right. on another time. It's we doing this on Beirut time. Right. So get up and get figure that up. Just be on that four in the morning. This time we was out in, I was out in Spain for a good portion of it. So it was kind of like, well, we in Spain, real Madrid. We was in Madrid. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, maybe go to one of these bars and catch a game. And we said it to a couple people at some of these bars, but and then we walked past a couple people watching it, but it wasn't the same enthusiasm. <laughs> In it was Europe, it wasn't. Yeah, nah, like, it was just, some everyday it, shit. Yeah, shit was like a fucking postseason. Well, not postseason, like, like preseason, pre-season shit. They was like, all right, fair enough. Yeah, right, so I, I ain't really all the way get into it, but I found myself, I was looking at a couple of them little, uh, them little jerseys. They cool. They cool. You know, it feel like they like sweatpants for your torso. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just fit whatever shape you in. You can put a soccer jersey on and it's a coverall. You know what I mean? It ain't like a fucking uh, uh, basketball jersey where you might need to do some curls or something. You know what I mean? You can just have a soccer jersey yeah, on. Soccer, you know what I mean? A soccer fan body is different right. than a basketball <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? enthusiast. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? The jersey wearing cat guy, you might have to have a little cut yourself. Right, right. Soccer enthusiast, there's a lot of beer involved. Yeah, a lot of beer. A lot of you know, man. Whatever. That's, that's part of I the was, lifestyle. I was on the hunt for. I was in. I was. I was in a weird. I was not a weird neighborhood. I, I chose to be in the neighborhood. I uh-uh. stayed in the, the hotel in in L.A. Uh-huh. But what it didn't have a lot of this? Westwood. The W at Westwood. Okay, yeah, that's the original. Official. The original spot. Yes, yes. So it's not a lot of you know. what I'm saying that type of shopping around there. Nah. So I was like, shit, man. I'm gonna go out and get me a jersey. Right. I'm going to get a soccer jersey and a LeBron jersey. Mm. Oh, they got the new ones <laughs> nah, out already? they don't oh. have the new ones. This is just what my mind telling me. Okay. Shit. So I go out. I couldn't find shit. All it was like a Target. Right. And like a In Ur- and out. Uh, Urban Outfitters. Right. But at the time, 
I had been out for maybe six days. You was whipping shit. around or you were taking no, Ubers? I was Uber, walking. I okay. was Uber. The fr- I was Uber. Okay. I was Ubering. Uh-huh. But... But this one, I was walking at this point. Right. So I walked over, and then it was Urban Outfitters. Right. And at this point, I'm out of clean shirts. You know right. What I'm okay. So you, you on tour, <laughs> I, I need, tour. I need, I need some drawers. Right. And I need some shirts. You were living out the suitcase. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I could. I went to Target, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying? Target ain't really got no shirts for you. You know what I'm saying? They got shirts, but you know what I'm saying? It's a Target shirt right yeah, here, All right, all right, brother. There you go, brother. Shit. I wasn't in the market. That's for, all right. Go for ahead. A button bro. up t shirt. Go, go ahead. It's a Henley. It's a Henley. Short sleeve Henley. $14. Like a half a half baseball jersey. It definitely looked like they got this from the PAL. You know what I'm saying? So I, I left out of Target. Let me, I was like, let me check my other options. I know right. I could come to Target and get some socks and drawers and shit. Right. So I go to Urban Outfitters and shit. And you know, all that shit looked like. The clothes they making in Urban Outfitters now look like the clothes we used to wear when I was 12 years right, old. Right, shit like you got rid of. Like when you was 12, like a kid, like striped shirts. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. Granimals, like 80s. Like Granimals. Yeah, yeah. Look like, striped socks. Yeah, it look like the shit we was wearing as kids that we didn't want to wear. Like Wonder Years right. looking shit. That's what they selling. So I'm like, this is some old bullshit. Right. The fuck? And then... So I went over then some other t-shirts and then they had a Dreamville t-shirt was the best shit was in the store. Oh, I see you got it on. I yeah, got it on yeah, right yeah. now. So That's a tough logo though. I'm not yeah, gonna be mad. I at was it. like, okay, I can rock this. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I'm not a J, I'm not a J. Cole like in right. his in his world. Right. But I was like, fuck it. I, I need a shirt. I'm a this, poser. This a this a good shirt. I'm gonna buy this shirt. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so I buy the shirt and little did I know. You got initiated. I was <laughs> entered the world of J. Cole fandom. Nigga, what set you claim? You know what I'm saying? So, so what happened? Talk to me so, about it. So the first shit that happened, which was the weirdest shit. Uh-huh. The next, uh, I put it on, you know what I'm saying? I went to Denny's for breakfast. Okay. Interesting. And when I walked in Denny's. J. Cole was in that bitch no, no, eating no, no, a no. fucking. It was, it was like 15 LAPD. Okay. Like standing at the counter waiting to pay their bill and shit. Uh. And I walk in, you know what I'm saying? That's already nervous. Right. Because I've only seen these motherfuckers in the context of Beating ass. Rodney King, NWA, Boys in the Hood. I've never seen. Not in your dreams. I've Not never in seen fucking LAPD in no positive light ever. Nah. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Nah. Like, what the fuck? It's tough. So I walk in and there's 15 of them and me. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? And I'm the only black what person. What time is it? Early morning? It's like 10 in the morning. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I walk in, it was one like black cop. Yeah. Kind of black, I guess. He was blackish. Oh. And man. then, you know, it's like a lot of different races, but it was a bunch of LAPD right. in blue. Right. So I'm like, oh shit, I got kind of nervous. Yeah. And then uh the black cop says to the Filipino cop, <laughs> what you know about that t-shirt right there? I'm like, oh shit. Oh, mm. where's this going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it turns out he was like a J. Cole fan. He was right. like, nah, that's J. Cole. Blah, blah, blah. The He's Filipino like, cat. Nah, the black, the black, black cop, cop was like, Filipino what you know? cat he was didn't picking know. it up. Yeah. He was like, man, I don't know. I don't know. Right. He was like, nah, that's J. Cole. I'm right. like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a good day, good yeah. day. All right. So, right. so I go sit down. You know what I'm saying? And then every step of the way, that day that I had on the shirt, somebody approached me yeah. about, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, that's what's up. You work for J. Cole? I'm like, nah. It was like, I'm just I just bought the shirt. Right. So it's just into this whole world of people that you didn't know exist. Like his fans not like they don't 
you know what I'm saying? You know how some people fans dress like them or, right. you know what I'm saying, act in that manner. They're just but like spectrum. They're just regular people that just pop out that yeah. you wouldn't know from nowhere. It's like, ah. That's why that nigga go platinum with I'm no features. I'm a J. Cole fan. Every really? time. Yeah, man, J. Cole. I was like, oh, shit. I did. Like, these people, like, it was like. Blue collar MC. Not even, like, they was just regular old people that just right. was really fanatic. Yeah. And really excited to talk about J. Cole. He's I had an on everyman. A shirt. He's an everyman. But you know what? Also, to that point, he got one of the doper logos of recent, of note, right? Because mm -hmm. when you say you got it from Urban Outfitters, Urban Outfitters is one of those places that when they do get into the hip hop shit, it's more like, I don't want to say legacy hip hop, but it's definitely, it's a. Uh, uh, um, like a real singular, like you know it when you see it. You know what right. I'm saying? Like they had a lot have, of gin and juice, a lot of Death Row shit, Death Row of, logo, know, Bad Boy Tupac. logo, right. Tupac, you know, Biggie yeah. shit, like stuff that's you know dead rappers and legacy shit. And then it'll be like, you know, like iconic, you know, iconic logo. So, right. you know, like in this new wave of iconic hip hop logos or. I won't say iconic maybe yet, but I'll say omnipresent. Mm -hmm. The Dreamville logo's heavy. You see the Rock, Rock Nation The Rock plane Nation plane is... Is like... The, you know like what I mean? the new polo. That's the, you <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah, that's the new horse. Um, I'm trying to think who else got shit like that. Like who's new that has ill signage when you see it. Like TDE is cool. No. I don't know if it's as like... I had never seen the Dreamville logo. I've seen it. And, you know, I guess it, the part of it, like, kind of, it has that, like, to your point, it has that baseball jersey font. Like, mm -hmm. it's not, you know, but it it, just, it it does its thing. It does what it needs to do. It yeah. is what it is. It says what it has to say. And, I, I mean, I've got approached so many times about Fuck. this particular shirt. I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. Like, you entered into a whole dimension of the world that was always there, but you didn't know it was there. Has it made you listen to any more J. Cole just off the strength of the energy? I haven't listened to anything since I bought the shirt, but I do want to I do want to check out more J. Cole, see yeah. what this world is all about. Yeah. Because, again, like, I was shocked and surprised right. by the response because I, I just figured, okay, I get this joint. It's yeah. clean. It's black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, it, you know, it blends. Right. But... It did the opposite of blending. It kind of stood out in a way. It brought people out that I wouldn't have necessarily ever was been talking to. Shit was a trigger. Like LAPD. Yeah. Duh. You were good. I was like, not even good. I was gave you a PBA card. I was like, oh shit. Like, that's what the fuck? You ever had a PBA card? No. I never had one. I didn't even know. I don't even know what that's about. Police Benevolent Association. I've given money. When they call well, on the phone. You might need to get a car. But sometimes, like, if you know a cop, you're cool with a cop or whatever, mm -hmm. they'll be like, yo, here, take this car. So if you ever get pulled over, you pull the shit out when they, yo, pull it. The shit be working. Right. I mean, I, you know, you I don't. You used it before? I've never had one. <laughs> I was just talking to. You uh, had that vest. I had the vest. I had the vest. <laughs> the vest was, was. What's the vest? The crossing guard nigga, vest? The vest the, was, what kind of vest was nigga, that? That vest had me feeling invincible. <laughs> what was, it was the, the cheat vest? code? It was like a crossing guard. It was a mesh vest with NYPD <laughs> and like 3M. It was hard, but it was around the time when niggas was getting shot by the cops like every other day. So it was. I was conflicted. 
You know what I mean? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm using this shit, so I don't got to move my car for all to the side of the street parking. But then it's mad activism going on on the timeline. So I was always feeling a way about it. And then one time the cops pulled me over. They was like, whose fest is that? I was like, oh, they gave it to me. Which office? I was like, he, he's going there. He left me. What's his name? I want to snitch him. I was like, I don't, you know, they took Who the gave shit. it to me? Somebody was, you knew as an officer gave it to you? It was, I was outside, all to the side of the street parking, mm-hmm. back when I used to be a vehicle owner. You know what I'm saying? I'm out there um, <laughs> moving my car from one side to the next. You know, this is what happens when you have a vehicle. You got to do that. So I was doing that shit, and it was like... Uh, it was early morning, so I'm out there, you know, on some early morning shit, sweatpants and shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> and this cop was like, oh, shit, what up, my nigga D. Levy, nigga, you guy code. You know, it was a guy code fan. Right, right. He was like, yo, take a flick. He was a cop. He was like, take a flick. So I took a flick with the nigga. He was like, yo. He said, you should move your car. I said, yeah, I'm doing all this side. He was like, listen, I get you a little thing. I'm going to get you a little book you can put on your dashboard to where you don't have to move your car. I said, all right, back. He said, right, I'll be back through here, whatever, whatever. I missed him. He might, he might have come a little later. I had some shit. Somehow I missed him. We kept missing each other for almost three, four months. And then, and I don't know if he told me that before, initially, but when I seen him again, he was like, yo, I, I still owe you that book. I got to get the book. I'm going to come back. Matter of fact, like we had caught up with each other. I was like, yo, what's up? He was like, oh, shit. He was like, yo, I'm about to leave the force. Oh, shit. So he said, I'm leaving the force. I want to become a rapper. He was like, um, and I know I remember his name. I want to become a rapper. I was like, that's what you're trying to do. He was like, yeah, I was like, gonna need a, you know. But again, man, I done left the job. So I'm like, fuck it, my dude. Are you nice? He was like, I'm all right. He gave me a SoundCloud information, you know what I mean? Uh, you ain't gonna drop it. I'm not going, I don't, I forget what it was, but it wasn't. <laughs> I say this in no shots. I don't think he was going hard enough to really be leaving your job. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, if you're about to leave your, your job with benefits and all of that, you need to have more than one or two tracks on your set. Your shit should be booming a little bit or at least right. have enough to where niggas could wade through it. So right. anyway, but I'm not, you know, I'm no guidance counselor. <laughs> and and I'm, I, need, I need this cheat code. So this cat was like, uh, he said, meet me here tomorrow, whatever. He came through. He was like, yo, I lost the, I don't have a book no more. I gave it to somebody else. But here, take this vest. This vest should be able to help you. You just mm-hmm. put it up on the thing. And I, dude, I had that vest for at least probably about a year. Dog, it was the best shit ever. I was, I felt like a <laughs> diplomat. I was pulling up. I was running into spots and shit. Like, you know, I wasn't paying no meters. I was like, I was living, I was living my best life. Shout out to Lil Duval. And uh, one Smile, day, bitch. yeah. And then one day, uh, cops came and they shut it all the what way What did they down. say? It was, they was, I forgot why I got stopped. I got stopped. I got stopped one time. We fly, I talked about this on the on the pod. Me and Vlad, we got stopped in front of Vlad House. They asked me about it there, but they didn't take it. Then one time, I was leaving stand up New York, going to another club. I got pulled over doing twenty six and a twenty five. Mm. Uh, you had it on the dash? Nah, I didn't have it on the dash. I had it on my back. I had it in my back seat, or I might not even have it in my back seat. I might have had it in my trunk. Oh, okay. Because typically, when I'm not using it. I tuck it in the trunk, you know, I'm right. trying to be, you know, right, neutral right. out here. Right, <laughs> you know what I right, mean? Right. So I tuck it in the trunk. <laughs> and um, they like popped my trunk. They went through the whole what, shit. What, what, what kind of stop was this? Nigga, these cops be really violating. And honestly, the they'd be that? trying not to get shot. So I'd be like, all right, fair enough. Pop the trunk. I, all right. You know what I mean? You got all the guns. I'm a, I'm a, what am I going to do? No. And then, you know, I'm hashtagged up. So um, they popped the trunk. They said, yo, what's cracking? What's this? And I was like, you know, da-da-da-da. And they took my shit. 
I was sick about it. Yeah, I was sick about it. That shit, you know. But uh, anyway. I I ain't never had no problem with NYPD. Knock on the woods, man. Every time. Listen. I get pulled, man. I I shit. I I do my due diligence. I, I have... Just enough outrage, yeah, and just enough respect, yeah, all mixed in to you know what I'm saying. Is mm-hmm. <laughs> I found a fair balance of sweet both. spot. Yeah, you need a little bit of both to yeah. keep yourself safe. Yin and yang. A good, you know what I'm saying. Plus, I got a good little, you know what I'm saying, good credentials and shit. Yeah, run my shit, man. Said, oh fuck? yeah. You know why I pulled you over? No, I don't know why you I pulled know, over. Can. But here, man, here, here's the shit you asked for, man. Just run that shit, man, and let's get this going to the next day, man. That's the one thing that I'm a little upset about. <coughs> With that? this, I'm making this claim on this this car, right? In order for it to all the way go through, you can't have no tickets on the car. Now, there's a couple of tickets. I'm out here fighting. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So now I got to kind of, just to close up the, the shit, close the case, I'm going to have to pay the ticket because I was about to go to court. You know what you I mean? Still, and fight this shit. You still should have your due diligence. No, you can't. You can't have due diligence or the... the or you can't do your insurance yet? Well, my court dates are like a while. Uh-huh. I want to kind of have this shit done so I could kind of move on in my life. Right, right. right. You know what I mean? Right, so right. I kind of might have to take the L. I mean, you need your car. I need my car, but then so, there's certain there's things on the line with these L's. He's ain't come one of these is moving violations. So this is this ain't this ain't like a parking ticket L because I could do a forty five dollar L, but I mean this might be. I don't want no points related else. Right. I mean, dude, you, know you got to handle your business. Figure we got to do what we got to do. Figure, figure it out, man. Don't man. worry about me. Man, but you know what I'm saying? That's fucked up. They stole your car, man. It is what it is, man. But you, you know what? Come like, back bigger and stronger, man. Come back bigger and stronger. That's what it is. And like I said last week when we had uh, Chris Lambert in here, I told him, I said, we celebrate being up. We we embrace that momentum. So when the dip come, it's just a dip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the dip ain't nothing but a little turbulence. Man. Ain't nothing but a little turbulence. Up. We still fly. Shit, we hit some bad turbulence on one of them fucking flights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lady next to me was like, oh, Jesus. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's the worst. I was like, calm down, lady. You're scaring me. <laughs> Please. How old was she? <laughs> like 60. She was elderly. You uh-huh. know what I mean? She had lived a life, but. You know <laughs> he was ready to rap. Like, up. Baby, baby, hey, listen, man. I'm yeah, still if out we, here. If we going down, we going down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Please pray quietly. Right, right. I'm in my zen mode. You know what disturbing what I'm my zen. <laughs> you disturbing my zen. <laughs> be grabbing on my hands Mark and that shit. Too. Maybe. <laughs> um, like grabbing all on my hands and shit. Man. Listen. Hey, we ain't nothing we can do about this shit. We up here now. Yeah, man. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we signed on. We knew what we knew the risks. Exactly. That's the yeah, that's the fucked up part about it. Anyway. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? No. Um, shit, man. Nah, no. I was on your shit in DC. What's that? On the crabs. I Since see. I was so close by. Yeah, I was on the wharf. They uh-huh. had that little section of crabs, the little old school section. The live. The live. Uh-huh. The you know what I'm saying? Steam. The fresh, the steamed, all that shit. Right. So I, I, I strolled over there to get me some crab legs and shit. Yeah. I was going to go the first day, but I was like. I oh, you went legs. Time. You ain't go blues. Nah, 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 nah. You know, blues yeah, are too I, messy. I ain't have enough situation. I ain't have no real situation. <laughs> you you got to dedicate need, your you life need, to. You need a table. You right. need shit. You can't do a blue on the nah, fly. Nah, you right. can't. Nah, I was like legs. I need right. all meat. <laughs> Make all, it manageable. You know I need all meat. Right. So I was like, shit. 
because you know he had, they had some outside tables. It was hot as fuck. So okay. I'm like, shit, I'm gonna take him back to the room. So mm. I, so I, <laughs> funked up the whole room. I know that. Keep so, going. So I'm like, shit, but I had to have him. You know, what yeah. I'm like, shit, I'm I'm this close to the crabs. So yeah. Go ahead and let's do it. So I go order the crabs and shit, and then um he cooking them up. I was like, yo, y'all, y'all got steamed butter. He was like, man, you know, y'all got melted butter and shit. Right. He was like, nah, we not allowed to sell it. Like, not allowed to have it or sell it? He's not allowed to have it. They uh-huh. not, because the whole strip is like restaurants and shit. Uh, so then they got the little live, they got the, like the, you know, the fish market shit, but then right. they got the steam shit. Right. But I guess they can't sell the shit that make it feel like you really at like the restaurant. Like a meal. Yeah. Because then you fuck, you infringing. Yeah. That's so, whack. Yeah, that's whack. So I'm like, damn, <laughs> no the, butter. How the fuck I'm going to eat these motherfucking legs without no butter? You know, it's funny. I don't fuck with butter like that. Uh, that but go ahead, keep going. I can't eat no crabs without butter. What you know about malt vinegar, though? I don't know no shit about that. All Ooh, I know about. What do y'all know about malt vinegar? Uh, Talk to me. Shout out to Layla Glam. She go hard on the, cla- or the crab. Go ahead, keep going. All I know is crab leg needs some butter. So, right. so I'm like, self? We got a we got a predicament. Yeah, what are we gonna do? So I gotta get some butter before these crabs get cold. Right. So I'm thinking. I'm like, all right, boom. I'm like, maybe some of the restaurants might sell me some butter, or even in the hotel. So yeah, they be having the, them little little butter joints. Get a couple of them. Chips. Maybe the hotel might have some little, right. little butter joints. Maybe I don't know. But I had the bright idea. Bing, bing, bing. It was a CVS right mm. next to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Like usually, some of the CBS had a little stores in them. Cause that's why I always buy the beer for the podcast yeah, from yeah, CBS. Yeah. Shout out to CBS. So I went in CBS. They had the butter, the Lando Lakes, like I like. Nice. You know what I'm saying? I'm a bird, but I was only vexed because they, because they only had the full pound. You couldn't just buy one stick like at the bodega. Right. But I'm like, fuck it. All right, boom. Grab the butter. Now I gotta melt the butter. Right. <laughs> now you got to figure this you in jail. <laughs> Some jailhouse shit. Exactly. So I'm like, shit. All right, I got an iron. Oh, oh this God. Shit. <laughs> you really got some Rikers Island yeah, shit. Yeah. Oh. But it was, it was dope, though. It was dope. <laughs> Because the hotel, the Intercontinental was fresh, so they fly had shit. it was fly. So you they had a butter nice, iron. No, they had nice little coffee cups, nice little. They yeah. had an espresso cup, so right. it was perfect for melted butter. Right, it was nice little you know porcelain right. espresso cup. So boom, I, I set the shit, and then I put the butter, you know, on the paper of the butter on the iron, and then let the let the melted butter drip into the oh. little espresso cup. Oh, <laughs> so the shit worked out perfect. That shit was like. That shit just melting all into the little espresso cup. It's looking like emerald. And then, you know what I'm saying? Then I, I had my crowd. That dope. shit was dope. <laughs> I felt like a winner. Salute. Like, we out here winning. Salute. That's what's so, up. So, you know what I'm saying? I had my crowds. The hotel was... The Intercontinental on the Wharf is really dope. That's what's up. That shit was fresh. That was a... That shit was dope, man. That was mm. the best sleep I had on this whole fucking tour. Yeah, really? Yeah, bad nice? Bad was dope. Motherfucker, cause the hotel's brand as new, so you know it's all. You know how each time they build a new hotel, it has a new the new style of shit. Right. And right now, I can see the trend in hotels and shit. The new style everybody using that mid century look with the with the bronze accents or the copper accents and shit. What's that? So, just like what's the mid century bronze act like, Mister Drummond looking shit? Nah, it's just like. Like oh wait bronze actually like, like yeah like bronze so you know how like yeah copper like the bronze. little the little 
you know how they might have some little figurine on the desk right, or some right. shit. Right. Shit's always like the new style is to have it in like a bronze, like okay. a bronze color. Right, right, right. They right. even sell that shit at Target. Even I can't. No, I've got seen what you're talking about. Right, right, right. But the first kind of like the 14th Street. Who? You know, 14th Street, the L train, you know, the little yeah, bronze yeah, like little, figurines. Yeah, like look, that color right. on like like earth tones with right. that color. Okay. First place I seen that shit was at this hotel called the Jeremy in LA. Mm. And then ever since then I just been seeing that shit as a trend. So that shit felt good, man. Awesome. Shout out to the Intercontinental at shout the Wharf. The they treated the brother well. And shout out to the crab dealers out there trying to hold on <laughs> with the gentrification and shout shit. Shout out to the crab dealers. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you. That's what's up. Real fast, we'll talk about this maybe next week, but um, right across the street, and I just went in there before I went there, I was on a meeting, and this woman told me one of the best things she's ever bought in her life was a mattress from Coco Mat. And oh, that's right across the that's street. That's right across the street. I always see it, and wow. I was like- Does it feel good? It's like all supposedly like, all. it's no springs in the mattress. It's all like natural products or whatever, whatever. So I was like, I, I heard the testimony. This might have been the second person they like give like, and everybody I've ever heard give a testimony about that shit. They be passionate about it. So I was okay. like, real quick, I like laid on the mattress just to see what it was about. Mm-hmm. Dog, them shits. The mattress I looked at, them shits go up to, the shit that I looked at was like 12 grand. <laughs> I don't know about that. $12,000. The box spring itself was about ten grand. In the cocoa mat? Yes. The box yeah, spring is about okay. ten grand. The, the mattress is three, and then there's some more shit it's going It's time on. to transform and roll out. Absolutely. <laughs> I won't be at the cocoa mat. Let the people know where you're going to be at, man. I'm going to be in the A. Right. Oh, shout out to Corey in the A that came out to the F&E event. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's a listener to the podcast. Yep. Um, she showed up and showed out, shouted me out when uh, she seen me. Mm-hmm. We'll be back in the A on Thursday for the Martini joint, mm-hmm. Martini Rossi. So if you've been hearing this conversation about the shit mm-hmm. and you want to come out, you know what I'm saying, that shit will be in the A um, on Thursday. So hit me up on the, on the shit, where am I? The Instagram, at Mr. Muhammad on the DMs or whatever the fuck. And um, shit, I'll figure you a way to get up in that mug. Alright, that's what's so up. So I'll be in the A and then I'll be back here. Alright, bet, bet, bet. Shit, I'm in the city, man. I'm gonna be around and around, but uh <clears throat> and I'll let you know where I'm at via the good old IG live stories if anything changes. I did wanna say, yo, shout out to my man that I ran into at Chase Bank. I was just walking at the Chase Bank trying to get some shit figured, like trying to get some shit worked out. This cat came up to me, gave me a pound. Mm-hmm. I said, peace. They said, hold on, gave me the finger. Like, hold on, wait a second. He pulled out his motherfucking iPhone and showed me he was listening to the pod in that and moment. The, in the moment. In that moment. He was so in the conversation. In, in the, that conversation. In that conversation. So shout out to you, my guy. I appreciate shout the out support. To you. Word. And uh, yeah, man. Uh, until next week. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. Yes, sir. We out. The main thing of it all is to be in the conversation. Conversation.